It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. You're listening to your table podcast a podcast you are listening to your podcast that's to your you are listening to the tableau podcast the tableau podcast is back just when you need us i don't know where you are right now but i do know that you are the greatest person alive you are valuable to society you matter to so many people and even if you feel like you don't, you matter to us. Follow us on IG, Twitter. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere they have platforms for like podcasts or whatever. And rate us, review us. It helps our staff stay our staff. All right. So once again, uh, Eddie is back. Dude, you come to Korea a lot. Dude, I just miss you. And you're wearing the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's a different gray shirt, to be fair. All right. So how have you been doing? You, you are actually getting ready for the wedding now, right? You're getting married. Again, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, very exciting times. I feel like we've just been dragging this marriage thing on for quite some time. And your boy is ready. How do you how do you know that you're ready? Uh no, you, you I'm asking and I'm like in my 10th year of <laughs> How do you marriage. know you're ready? I don't know. You just uh you know, you pop the question, you know, hopefully she says yes. And then for the next year as you plan this thing, it's just you know, it's a bit of chaos, but yeah, it's the day not keeps easy. it's not easy. Yeah, the day keeps getting closer and closer and and then eventually you get married and it's the best day of your life. And then you go on your honeymoon and then you're back in the flow of things. Let me teach you something, young Padawan. It's not the best day of your life, the wedding. Every day after that is the best day of your life. Spoken like a true husband. It, so if you look back, the wedding is actually the worst day of your life. Because 
every single day after that, you're having even a like a better day. Right. You know? That's the new best day. So if you look back, it's actually the worst day of your life. Because your life, right? Dude, I'm not doing this right. <laughs> oh God, I hope she's not listening. <laughs> All right. So our producer, Diane, sent me a text. Mm-hmm. She sends me a lot of texts, dude. A lot of texts. And some of them are great. Look at this. She sent me this thing that was on Twitter. I don't know if, it, if this was trending. We might be very late here. Like, we may, it, this may not be relevant right now. Mm-hmm. But look at this. Someone wrote, um, so my 27 months old girlfriends, so, so they've been dating for 27 months. Right. Uh, obsession with eggs is damaging our relationship. Okay, that's the headline. I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. Uh, Girlfriend and I have been together for about six months. And so far it's been great. But she is obsessed with eating eggs. And and leaving every form of egg waste everywhere. So shells, whites, yolks, egg cups, egg slicers. Like everywhere. She eats anywhere between 4 to maybe 15 eggs a day. So many that she loses count. She eats them mostly by hand and makes some attempt to put the shells in the bin. But I'd say only 70% actually makes it in there. The rest ends up in our carpet, bed sheets, car, bathroom, etc. Twice I have found her cat walking around with tiny bits of eggshell in its fur. Last week she was driving me to a job interview. She'd left a half-eaten egg on the passenger seat. (coughs) And obviously, I accidentally sat right in it and had egg all over the side of my pants. I didn't hear back about the job, naturally. I told her I felt upset and she just laughed and said that it was my fault for not checking when I sat down. Other times that I've tried to mention the whole egg thing, she says I'm being controlling and she can eat what she wants. I keep saying that I don't care about eating the eggs. Just the fact that she leaves eggs and eggshells literally everywhere. Yesterday, I found a half-eaten egg in the pocket of a jacket that I lent her. I tried washing it, but the egg got all over the rest of the load. Is there any way I can make her see the issue with the whole egg thing? Or is this a deal breaker? Wow. Oh, my mind is sufficiently blown and boiled like an egg. There's a lot to unpack here. My soul has gone sunny side up. My mind is scrambled right now. Let me ask you this. Okay. Was that funny to you or was that very sad? Uh, It started off funny and 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 it got really sad as it went on. You know? Right. Because I don't know what… I, I can give at least like 18 different um, advice-like thingies. And they would all be inappropriate. So what, what, what is in your mind right now after hearing this? This is a crazy situation. You know, she really loves her eggs. I think from hearing the subject line, mm-hmm. you know, we're all snickering. We're like, haha, this is going to be great. And, you know, Diane was actually, you know, she was laughing throughout the entire thing. But for me, it just kind of, uh, it kind of hit home. Because I feel like I may be the woman leaving the eggs all over the place to my fiance. You love your eggs? Not necessarily just eggs. 
but like other things that maybe she's not being transparent with me about. What? And I'm not like fully aware. What do you mean? So for example, little things like leaving clothes on the on the ground and you things do like this? Or yeah, I do that. Okay, okay. So like while he's expressing this frustration, it sounds oh. kind of like similar frustrations that so maybe… you feel guilty. Little guilt. It's weird. Okay. I used to be like this too. Right. Um, I'm much neater now. You know. Right. Like my tour bus, my side was very clean. Very clean. Uh, I am extremely neat now. But I used to have like, you know, everything everywhere. My room was just a mess. So um, I know what it's like for the other person. Well, I don't know what it's like for the other person. But I can only… I can imagine, right? But I think we need to approach this uh, in a true crime kind of fashion. <laughs> right? Because first we have to assess the situation. The thing that like really jumped out at me is… So she left a half-eaten egg somewhere twice. Okay, so she left like once on the passenger seat and also in a in a jacket that she, that this guy lent her. Does he specify if it's in like the pocket on the sides yeah, yeah. or like in the front? I don't know, but what I don't get is how how do you leave a half like how do you have a half eaten egg though? Right. Like what was so pressing in that moment that like because an egg, right? Two bites and you're done. Right. For some people, one, one bite and you're pretty much done. You can just right. shove it in your mouth. It's right. very small. And um, to have a half-eaten egg stashed somewhere is weird in itself. Right? It's intentional almost. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. It has to be intentional. It's like a cry for help. Either that or like a booby trap. Right? Because like if you're… Having a half-eaten egg itself is weird. But if you put it on a passenger seat… Right. That is like… You're waiting for someone to sit on it like a whoopee cushion. Mm-hmm. Okay? So I'm, I'm trying to figure out the psyche. Like the psychology behind the girlfriend in, in question here. Like why she's leaving half-eaten eggs everywhere. You're totally right. I see where you're going with this. You see what I mean, right? Let's stop… Let's stop looking into… The woman leaving the eggs all over the place. And why don't we look back into the original poster. What have you done lately, bro, to deserve this egg treatment? Yeah. Because literally, bro. <laughs> exactly. Your girlfriend's got you figuratively and literally walking on eggshells. Okay? Right? Yeah. What have you done, bro, that makes your girlfriend do this? There's no way that you can leave a half-eaten egg twice right. in, in your boyfriend's vicinity. Right. And it's like hidden just right for it to be discovered. Right? Right. There, there's a deeper issue at hand. Yeah, there's, a deep, there's something that you're not telling us. Right. There's, a, there's another story. We need to read <laughs> behind. What? Okay. What would a boyfriend have to do… <laughs> For your girlfriend to be eating 15 eggs and leaving shells everywhere where like your cat is running around with right. eggshells in its fur. Like what would a boyfriend have to do to deserve this? Right. What do you, what do you think? Honestly, the, the first thing that comes to mind is… Uh, you know, is he following just a list of Instagram models and just random people? <laughs> is he sliding into other people's DMs? Like what kind of behavior… Why do- is that the first thing that… Because here's the thing. I'm thinking about this very deep. I think we're… Instagram models. 
<laughs> Yo, I'm scratching the surface here, right? Which surface? Your surface? <laughs> I'm scratching the surface of how bad of a situation this can be. And he got caught. Like she right. found out right. that he was following all these Instagram models. Right. And um he's and she started doing the egg thing. Right. Okay. I like where this is going. Oh, I don't like where this is going, but uh we need to go there. Yeah. To fix this situation, right? Because he's not telling us the full story. We need to we need to delve in. And I think we need to focus on the fact that the item in question is eggs though. Right. So let's say it's the Instagram model thing. Okay. Right. But why eggs? Right? This has to be a metaphor. Like the eggs must symbolize something. Why eggs? Is is this something like chicken related? Um you know, like Maybe maybe there's something involving chickens like that you did. I don't know. Like I don't know. Following all these chicks on Instagram. Okay, Diane. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> all right, Diane. <laughs> but she's not wrong. She's on to a point. She's got a point. Yeah, the eggs are trying to say something is what I'm saying. Right. Okay, there is no egg in the world that doesn't say anything. It's almost like… All eggs say something. She's listening to the Tableau podcast. She knows that we're not a surface level podcast. She knows we're going to peel back the eggshells and get down to the core. When do people eat eggs? Like an egg only diet. It's like when you work out, right? Mm. For protein? Breakfast. But for protein, you eat like, you know, 12, yeah. 15 eggs, right? Is Maybe. she… Is is she telling her boyfriend to like work, work out? out. <laughs> you think like I mean, what are these eggs trying to say? Is one I, I'm like really baffled by this. Are there any clues? There, I don't have this. In front the of me. only clues we have are eggs, right? Eggs everywhere. And at, at the end, he says, "Girlfriend leaves eggs and eggshells everywhere. How do I communicate to her that she?" Oh, this is what. Oh, he had a question. Mm-hmm. How do I communicate to her? That she needs to change. Or this relationship is not going to work. Right. How do I, how do I say it to her? Oh, okay, okay. <sighs> yeah. So he wants a solution. Right. How do you tell your girlfriend? Because she might get offended. Right. Right? Like, she might feel like he is controlling. Right. It's just a little bit of mess. You can't, like, just laugh it off. Yeah, so you sat on an egg. It's not the worst thing in the world. It's not as bad as like you finding out your boyfriend is following all these Instagram models. Right. You know what I mean? Liking and commenting on them as well. Actively following them. <laughs> as I was saying, you can't just change uh, who she is. And clearly she's… And, and, not, and nor should you try. Right. Like clearly eggs are a big part of her life. She's going to love it. She lo- you know, she's, I don't know how she's eating these deviled eggs. Boiled eggs, scrambled eggs. It doesn't matter. She loves her eggs. Now, get that thought out of your head, Henry. That you're going to just take away… <laughs> We're giving them names now? I think it's better than saying original poster. Yeah, Melvin. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, Melvin. Deal with the eggs. You're going to deal with the eggs. Alright? That's not going to change. And you can't just… You can't do a 180 switch on what she loves. So, with that being said, learn to live with the eggs. Now, you know, there are little things that you can tailor and, and give her hints that… You're not okay with eggshells. And, and I hate to do this. I hate to do this, but he needs to bring in the cat. Because that's their one shared love, right? That is true. It's, it's literally saying like… And hey, it's, it's, it's not 
you're not taking care of that cat properly if it's got eggshells in its fur. It could hurt the the cat. Right. Come on. You know, I was recently, you know, I was making a carbonara pasta with Brittany. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, you use the egg yolk and you like, uh, you know, you can actually… Because eggs are quite fragile. The, fr- the, the shells, you can just put those down the garbage That's disposal. That's the essence of an egg. Yeah. Right. Fragile. Very, very fragile. So those are… Those can go away. So I don't think it's going to cut the cat. Right? Uh-huh. But like, you know, I find like little foxtails and little it like… swallow the fragment though. Which is really right. bad for the cat's throat. Right. Right. So, and it's your common love, I'm assuming. He, I don't think he specified, but he just said our cat has eggshells in its fur. He said our. Right. And you know, like, you know, cats, they, they lick their own fur and that's how they clean themselves. Yes. So again, very high possibility that the eggshells are entering the throat. Now, that's like if there's any resistance in saying, hey, why don't you know, I'm okay. I accept you. You love eggs. Mm-hmm. Eat it as you would, but please just finish it. Quit leaving fragments. Quit. You know, quit peeling them in places that aren't a sink. You know, quit peeling them places that aren't good trash point. cans. Good point. But plot twist. Uh, he didn't say our cat. He said her cat. Then I think that's even better because that's her cat. She loves this more than if it was like a shared responsibility. It's like her thing. So it's like, yo. Dude, um, but the problem is in her… So on her side, oh, she'd like, be like, dude, it's my cat. Yeah, I can… Yeah, exactly. I think you have to go the route of like, but all cats should be protected. And that is true. Right. All cats should be loved. And having eggshells in its fur is not good for any cat. Regardless of who… who right. Even if it's your cat. Right. The cat doesn't deserve eggshells. Like this is exactly… If I saw a cat on the street with eggshells in it or in danger, just because it's not my cat does not mean that it doesn't deserve to have a good life. And here's the crazy thing. I don't like cats at all. <laughs> You know, I'm actually deathly allergic to cats. Really? But deathly. Uh, so you will literally die? Uh that was an exaggeration. Okay. So you must have hated my song Lullaby for a Cat. Uh, you know, I, I will say I thought it was super cute. People were like, you know, showing their cats falling asleep. I love the science behind it. I uh-huh. I loved it. The song's great. Um, but yeah, you don't like cats. I okay. didn't feel anything like the way that if like a golden retriever was falling asleep. But the point is you would still protect a cat. Exactly. Yeah. I, if I was driving… Like if I, I don't know how to drive. So if my manager was driving and I was in the car… Like I was in the back seat or something. Right. And I saw a cat with like eggshells all over its fur. Like walking down the street. I would literally jump out of the car like action hero style. Mm-hmm. Like I wouldn't even like tell my manager to stop the car. i just jump out. And i just hold… Like caress the cat. Right. And like pick out every eggshell right. fragment. Right. Just to save this cat. And you're not a hero. I'm not. You're not trying to brag about being a great animal activist. You're just a good human. You're just a human being. I'm just a human being that looks at a cat with eggshells in its fur. Right. And does the most natural thing. So I guess my my big takeaway is you can be honest, but don't try to change her for who she is. You know, just tell her that it is disrupting your lifestyle and like… You know, this actually takes it even a deeper thought real quick. Not mm-hmm. to ramble too much about this. Like, you know, on a serious note, one of like the biggest determinants for divorce are little things like this. Little nagging passive uh, habits that your significant other won't change. For mm-hmm. example, like doing the dishes, right? Mm-hmm. Like if, if I just eat some bagel bites and I leave it 
and I don't put it in the dishwasher or whatever. Which is something you've actually done. Yeah, I do it all the time. But mm-hmm. I, you know, after I read this study, it makes a lot of sense. I'm being more mindful of it to just take that extra step and to clean it, right? Because Brandy would be like, yo, Eddie, will you please pick up after yourself? And I'm like, oh, okay, sure, sure, sure. But over time, as the years go on, like that yielding stage, it eventually turns into just passive aggressive like hatred. Yeah, that's why I worked on like the neatness thing. You know, I was right. not anything close to a neat person, right. right? And one day like after uh you know, we started living together, like we got married. Um so when Haru was a baby, we had a bunch of these like handkerchiefs that we would use because you know, babies when they get fed, you know, they will sometimes like yeah, you know, it'll spill out of their mouth a little bit, right? So you right. have to wipe. But so so basically like these handkerchief baby wipes kind of thing, right? And um my wife did the laundry and she was hanging them up to dry. Right. But my wife is a very, very neat person. Like there is nothing in our house that you're gonna have to like spend a couple minutes to find because everything in its is in its right place. Love it. So she's hanging these up to dry, but she was folding them. It all in the same direction and hanging them in that direction. Mm-hmm. And it was very nice and neat. And I wanted to help her. So I, I get over there. And of course, you know, I, I, I don't know how to fold these things, you know, in right. like neat. Right. So I, I just folded it the best I could. And I, I hung it up next to all the ones that she was hanging up. And there were like maybe 20, 30 of them. And I hung it up. And she's like, dude, that's, you can't, you can't hang it up that way. You have to like fold it in this direction. You have to hang it in this direction like the, all the other ones. Right. And she's like, if you hang it up like that, what's going to happen to that handkerchief? And I was like, uh, it's going to dry. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's going to dry. But she and I couldn't, I couldn't get it. Right. I didn't understand it. I was like, why does it matter what direction it's hanging? And I started thinking about it. I was like, well, why does it not matter? Right. You know, why does it matter to the like to me to not do that? So I was like, it's not that hard. Just do it in that direction. So that's when I started like becoming neater. This and, is a, and it's benefited me. Inspiring. It's eventually benefited me because I was always losing things. Right. But now like I never really lose things. And when I'm like on tour, my hotel room is like exactly the way it is. When I enter the room, as when I exit, like it's you're one of the neatest guests I've ever hosted in my home. Yeah, I am very, very neat. And right. Two Cuts used to be the neat guy, mm-hmm. but both of us are super neat now. So, um, anything that we do together, like our studio, is even like clean. But everyone benefits from you being clean. There's like, like you said, why not? It's like these little habits of being clean. It's not like anyone will complain about something being clean. It's like being messy. Actually, a lot of people will suffer. But eggshells and egg waste is a different story. Yeah. 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 It's a little bit more. So your your advice is to just straight up honestly tell her. I think so. Because if you don't nip it in the bud early on, this could turn into a hatred. You know, and before you know it, you've got four kids. And that's when I come in. Okay, right. so if it turns into a battle of sorts, we're all hoping that doesn't happen. Right. And I do agree with Eddie. You need to be honest and just be adult about it. Right? Just just talk it out. And you need to… I would also tell her, like, is there something about me, a habit that I have that bothers you? Because 
this guy is so obsessed with this egg situation that he's not talking about anything that might be bothering her. Right. Right. With something that he does. Maybe he leaves other things around as well. That's right. Right. And, but if it does turn into a battle, uh, hypothetically, right. And you need to battle this out and win. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would egg her out. You know, like <laughs> the, the egg is the problem, right? right? So I would start eating eggs too. But I, if she eats 15, I will eat 30. Okay. <laughs> Halloween, I'm dressed up as an egg. Okay. I paint my whole car white. It, it used to be a black car, but now it's painted white. And only the top is yellow. Like right. the yolk. Right. Okay. Um, I would change my name to like something that sounds more like an egg. Uh, like Eggward or something. You know, like just everything I would do. I would do everything egg related. Right. To the point where she's like, dude, I can't handle any more eggs. Oh, I see where you're going with this that. This is a hypothetical. I'm not saying right. you should do this. Right. That will kill the relationship. Don't do this. But I'm just saying… If that happened, right, and if this was a sitcom, that's what you would do. Yeah, egg her out. Where she just gets sick of it. Yeah. Okay, we we provided. Well, I provided absolutely no help in this situation. <laughs> I'm really sorry, Melvin, or Frank, or Henry. Melvin, if you're out there, clearly this uh, this tweet that you sent out it's it was a cry for help, and and hopefully the Tableau podcast. Um, offered um, some advice. We want you to do better. We want the both of you to be happy together. And if by this point that you hear this, you've already broken up as a result of the egg waste, well, we also just wasted a lot of time. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh... Oh, so on Twitter, didn't we ask for um, if people need like relationship advice? We did. So this one is from uh, X. Add it. Add craving one right now. Add Vitam X S G A. Um, how do you differentiate between one being selfless and considerate by listening to your partner's side and sacrificing for their happiness versus giving it all up to the point where you might end up losing yourself? This sounds just right up your alley. Excuse me, I, I actually didn't catch that. Oh, okay, yeah, it was it was a bit worried, but I think what so, they mean is the difference between being selfless and being sort of a pushover. Is that the question? I think the question is like, uh, you know, honestly, I'm not quite sure. I okay. thought I had a grasping on it, but it's like uh, I didn't really catch. It's it. basically saying like, um, how much do you have to give up for your partner's happiness, mm-hmm. and at what point do you stop? Uh, to realize that you're not happy in the situation of what you're sacrificing. So, for example, um, if your significant other is chasing a dream or really, really like something and you just take it. a back seat, but you're not happy, uh-huh. you know. Um, so giving so much of yourself that you end up like without a self, right? Right. So being selfless versus um, being considerate to the point where you're literally selfless, right? right? Having no self. Uh, that's a good question. But why would it be right up my alley? You, it's you, very philosophical. I feel like you have very good advice on these types of situations. Uh-huh. So. Well, I, I believe that a healthy relationship or, you know, a positive relationship is where you don't have to give up all of yourself to be that selfless, considerate person. Right? I, I don't… You know how like they say… um 
you know, you you, you make a whole by with two two halves come right. together to make a whole. Right. And uh, I have um, a song where I actually you know do a play on that line, and I I I I I say that you know I don't like that phrase really because you're not two halves coming to form a whole. You're you're two holes. You're you are actual you know individuals you come together it's much better coming together and being two people mm -hmm. than coming together to be one person right, right. so never I, I don't believe that you should ever have to give up um anything near all of yourself you know to to make that person feel loved i think that person should make you feel whole on your own and you should also reciprocate it right that that should work Right. That's a positive relationship, but unfortunately, this is really hard to attain, mm -hmm. and it's really hard to find. That's the problem. That's the problem. I think she's dealing with. Right. Yeah. Right. So, I just threw the question back to you because I don't have a great answer. Right now. <laughs> I think. Listen, I'm no relationship expert here. Right? None of us are. There's no one in the world that is an expert. Right. In relationships. I guess uh, speaking from experience. I think, you know, the woman I am about to marry, the one thing that she's done a very good job of is just supporting me um, in the dreams and, and the things that I want to do. And hopefully she feels the same way um, about um, what she wants to accomplish and what makes her happy. But it really is a give or take, right? Like you can't be perfectly aligned on what you guys like. You guys are two separate individuals. Um, but uh, I don't know, I think, I think support only goes like so far you can't support so much where you're like sacrificing your own happiness and you're like oh like you know like you said you don't want to become selfless yes right but when you're responding to that remember one thing that you told me on tour that has stuck with me and i've actually told uh several people about it mm -hmm. um because like one thing one thing you need to know about tableau is that the guy goes on stage he just absolutely crushes it screaming fans everywhere does an entire show like a professional. So entertaining if you haven't seen it yet. EpicHigh.com. Maybe we're coming to a show near you. City near you. But remember after each show. And we touched on this on Eric's podcast that one time. When he was like oh, what's the dynamic? Yeah. yeah what's the dynamic between Ep uh, Epic High? Um, and I said you guys all had wives. Yeah, remember? Yeah. And I want to clarify. Basically we all have wives. Yeah you guys all have wives. But I thought it was interesting that when everybody went on to their own bunks or separated. You guys would always FaceTime home and like talk with… Um, because at the time in North America… At night it was like when I was like going to school. Uh -huh. <laughs> and stuff like that. But I… You guys like literally do such an amazing high energy show. And after that's all done and you go backstage and you're FaceTiming with Haru… <laughs> Yeah. You go into pure dad mode, right? You're yeah, like, I, I switch right back to dad mode. <laughs> you're like, yeah. how do… How do… You I just to, finished the show. What are yeah, you doing? Yeah, yeah. And I just thought that was uh, super uh, endearing to see. And mm -hmm. I was like, dude… Remember when we were in… Uh, I think we are in London. And mm -hmm. I was like, dude… What's it like having a daughter? Because I see you will absolutely do anything for her. You will absolutely crumble at any moment that she needs something. Or she calls on you for something. I will something. literally die for her. <laughs> yeah. And I… Uh, I remember asking you this and you're riding shotgun. And you're just like, dude, imagine like… Uh, imagine uh, marrying someone that you love so much. And uh, you know, you love this person fully. And also, 
um, you have to love yourself, right? And then imagine like a human being coming out of that kind of looks like you has certain qualities from both very in her own right, her own person, but you're like the two things you love most in this world, yourself and your wife. And then your daughter being like… In oh. one person. In one person. Yeah, yeah. I remember it's, this now. Yeah. It was like the most… You're like, this is… How can I not love this, you know, more than myself? Yeah. And all this. I was like… Course. I was shook by that because I think you're like eating a hamburger in the front. And it was just a <laughs> very casual… Just matter of fact. It was a casual conversation as you like looked up and you just like told it like it was. And that really stuck with me. Okay, know? okay. Um, yeah. So again, you know, that's… That's sort of like what I, what was on my mind as well. You know, like never you you can be um, two two fully whole people. You know, and something that I need to say is if you ever feel like the only way to make someone happy is by sacrificing some of your happiness, you're wrong. Is something I have to tell people. Right. Um, it, even if it feels like that's the only way at that moment, that is not the only way. You never have to… It never has to be something where you give it away for that person to take, you know, that happiness. That's, that just doesn't work that way. You know, you can do it in a way where um, you, can, you can make a person happy. There are so many ways to make the other person happy without sacrificing your happiness. And you don't want a house of cards. Okay? You don't want like a house… Built on sand. Okay. So that person becomes happy and everything is great and agreeable, but it's built on your unhappiness. How long do you think that's going to last until it crumbles? Right. Or until you crumble. So never build uh, love on a foundation of unhappiness. Never do that. Yeah. It's not worth it and it doesn't last. Yeah. Right. That's, that's the only advice I could give. Dang. That's some knowledge, baby. Really? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I wish right. I had a cheeseburger. <laughs> what else is there? Uh, there's one here. I'm a senior in high school. This is um, Abby G. I'm a senior in high school and he's a college freshman. We knew each other from tech theater. What is tech theater? It's where you like wear all black and you like run off the stage and move it. Technology. <laughs> All right. So we knew each other from tech theater. I like him a lot. And he even invited me to see the BTS movie for free. So he's even picking up the movie ticket. Nice yeah. guy. And, and BTS movie. So I'm assuming uh, he's sharing her taste. Right. Right. Uh, called me beautiful and promised to stay next to me. What should I do? I really like him a lot. Mm-hmm. Is the issue that he's a college freshman and you're a senior in high school? I think that's the issue, right? Okay. Uh, I don't know. I The last time I was a college freshman, it was such a long time ago. I don't remember much. But I think one thing… We can go a little bit deeper on this, right? Your scope on life in high school is very, very different from college. Yes. You know, it's… What you know in high school, it could be, a lot of people either had a great experience or a bad experience. But I think a lot of people can agree upon that it's quite suffocating. Because you're around the same people that you think are going to be so important to you for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Trying to impress this person. Try, when we had that conversation, you're like, high school sucks because you have to actually try to be cool. 
right? Mm-hmm. And uh, college… Yeah, you know, I hate high school. Yeah. I hated high school. Yeah. You go to college and you meet different people, different walks of life. I mean, growing in Atlanta… Growing up in Atlanta, I went to a very predominantly white school. Not to complain about it at all, but it was just a lack of diversity. Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, I actually related more to a Caucasian American because there was not much representation outside of my brother. He's mm-hmm. two years older than me. But uh, By brother, you mean… Uh, he means Eric Nam. Eric Nam. K-pop, K-pop superstar. Sorry. Former GQ man of the year. Forbes 30 under 30. Yes. I was also man of the year for like some like arena, I think. Dude, you're still man of the year. Dude, thank you. But anyways… <laughs> Uh, yeah, so what I mean is like, I think for her, her dilemma, it sounds like I'm in high school. I'm a senior. Like, I'm in a very transitional stage. Mm-hmm. He's in college. He's like, also in a transitional stage. Right. Yeah. But I mean, he's still set at least for the next four years, yes. right? I mean, sounds like she could be considering other places. But one piece of advice that I will say, uh-huh. I don't… Depending on how serious it gets… Well, it's pretty serious. They're watching BTS movies together. That is true. <laughs> That's the most serious you can get, man. That is true. And they have that shared interest, which is beautiful. And that's where the foundation relationship should be. You should be friends, best friends with your significant other. But I would say like, still pursue your dreams and goals just because, you know, he's in close proximity and he seems great. Don't limit yourself. Like if you want to go to school, I don't know, let's say you're going to school in South Carolina and he's at a college nearby, but you want to go to New York or California or Colorado. Like, I don't think you should limit yourself because what you know right now… And again, high school sweethearts, that's a real thing. Brittany was my best friend since ninth grade. Oh, that's crazy right. awesome. But we started dating until after college when we okay. got to understand each other as individuals. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and when she stopped like hating you. Yeah, when she was like, hey, okay, you're over four foot eleven. Maybe this is somewhat compatible. <laughs> now, right? You finally shaved that unibrow. Sounds like uh You had a unibrow? <laughs> My man. She's I've like, never had a unibrow, but like unibrows are dope. Dude, unibrows are like Okay, anyways. She was like she was she was like, hey, you know, you seem somewhat, you know. Like a viable option now. Maybe I'll consider it. So my I guess what I mean to say is uh don't limit yourself because I feel like high school is Still a little bit of a box. And mm-hmm. if you have big dreams, let it go. And if it's meant to be, then it can survive through college. Wherever you go. Maybe you end up going to the same college. It's the same exact So are you saying she dream. should go for it or not go for it? I don't… What I'm saying is… Dude, you're right. You don't know. I Honestly, I confused myself. But I think I had a point. As far as like if… I, I thought what like, you were getting to Like was- don't… Don't like… Whatever this is right now, don't let this define like the next critical years of your life. Like, okay. I thought what you were trying to say is like, uh-huh. um, be careful making a decision. Is that what you were trying to say? Because okay, the, the thing is, like I agree with you. It's a very transitional period, right? right? Senior in, year in high school. Right. Also first year in college. Right. Huge transitional period. And the reason behind that really, honestly, is be- it's, it's, um, it has something to do with like… Just your psychology, right? Because technically, senior year in high school to first year in college, that's just another, you know, couple months that pass. Right. There's not much of a difference. But mentally, because you are now in college mm-hmm. and you are out of high school. You're an adult. Yeah. You, you tend to think or to convince yourself that you are now very different from 
your high school days, which was literally a couple months ago. <laughs> right. Okay. And so I'm saying it's it's not really true, but it's a mental thing. And it's a lens. Yeah. And and that couple of months, those like three, four months, um, everyone goes through this thing where like, you know, everything, their values change so quickly because because of this mental thing. And uh, if you start a relationship now, um, it might seem very different. Like the conditions might change significantly in the next few months. So um, we can't tell you what to do, but right. like be prepared for a lot of changes. God, beautifully said. That's like what I wanted to say. Yeah. Almost verbatim. Because like as you were talking, but I was like… Verbatim. I was like… Oh, that's what I was going to say. Oh, that's oh, what okay. I was going to well, say. Well, I was listening to you and I was like, oh, that's what I was going to say. Dude, we're that's so what... aligned, bro. Uh, ever since the last time you visited, you keep trying to bring this whole soulmate thing. Soul and brothers, dude. Dude, um, we're like, you know, you're my manager. Soul bros. Biz partners. And I know you're, you know, trying to make a lot of money off me and like use me to launch your own podcast or that's like… Right. I, I don't know what it is. I think it's this thing where like you keep coming here, being on my show to like show your brother, Eric, that you can also be a star. Like, That's right. I, I don't know what it is because why don't you go on your brother's show? I keep telling you that uh, I'm here for business, but I'm actually just like sleeping You're, outside the studio and then acting like I'm coming from a meeting, but I'm only here for this. Do you go on Eric's show this often? Well, his is like, uh, it's a little bit more, uh, you know, he has different guests, way cooler than me. But for you right now. <laughs> and I get right stuck now, with you, right? Yeah, that's I right. I get stuck with you. Okay. That's right. There's actually a, like a similar one. Um, Jules. What, you got something? This is about… Oh, dude, you got a good one? This is about like uh, heartbreak and oh. moving on, which is, we can talk about time. You oh, know, dude. There's nothing… Like Read it to us, Eddie. All right, I got a good one. So this one call, comes from… Uh, C-O-C-C-I-N-E-I-F-L-F. So I'm going to just what? assume that is at Cossine, like vaccine, L-F. Okay. Um, and she says, I've been in a serious relationship with my first love. Congrats. For four years. But it ended pretty bad last month. Oh, I'm and sorry. I feel <laughs> like I can't trust anyone now. And that I won't find a love like the one we had. What should I do? Frowny face. Uh, short answer, you will. <laughs> you will what? Find another love. Yeah. You will. That's the short answer. Uh, right. First Wait, love is, yeah. some, is really hard. Right. It is. Yeah. I think uh, right now, I don't, again, I don't know if this is somebody in high school, in college, because you find your first love or in like your someone, 50s. It could be somebody like in their 30s. Right. Yeah. But giving yourself to somebody for the first time, you know, there's a lot of trust, a lot of boundaries that have been broken down, a lot of walls, you know, you become vulnerable for the first time. Oh, and four years is beautifully that's, put. Four years, you know, how we're, you know, that's a long that's relationship. Like, that's how, yeah, that's, that's an entire high school term. That's an entire college term. Like, that's a lot of time uh, to be calling someone, texting someone, really thinking that this is going to be the person. That's at least three, four albums if you're in a band right. together. You know, that's Dude, a long time. How many times do people think, I'd say the majority, I'd say 99% of people who find their first love think they're going to marry them. Because it's so like, uh, so new. It's such like a yeah. 
whoa, like this is it. Because not only are you discovering this person, mm-hmm. you're discovering this about yourself. Right. You're like, oh my God, what is this thing that I'm feeling? Like, right. I am capable of feeling something greater than I've ever felt. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a new experience in all, you know, right. in all its scope. Right, 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 right. So what would your advice be for someone like this? You know, is it… How do you cope with this? Even if they will find… Inevitably find their so next person. This is also the first heartbreak, right? First heartbreak. Sounds like it. Okay. Well, you know, short answer made long. You, you will. I mean, you will oh, okay, is what okay. I'm saying. Right. You know, you will eventually find somebody that you love again. You know? It will not be like the first love. It will not be like your first love. Because it will feel different. You're more experienced. You've experienced heartbreak. Um, you're also, you know, outside of relationships and love, you're also growing as a person, right? In your career, in your school, like, like academics or whatever. You're learning new things. And you're becoming… A, a, a different version of yourself. So next time you fall in love, you will be significantly different than who you were when you f- were in your first love. Right. So it might not seem like that love compares to that first love. Beautifully said. You know what I mean? Because during your first love, like I said, you are experiencing that for the first time. And you're like, oh my God, my heart can beat like this? And then when you, when you experience the first breakup with this person, you're experiencing the greatest heartbreak for the first time. Because you've just… Your heart has bubbled up to the point where it felt unbreakable with this person. And then because of you know, this thing that happened with that person, your heart breaks and it's, and it's something that devastates you like nothing ever has before. Right? A seismic hammer yes. to the chest. Yeah, yes. Thor's hammer just <laughs> landing on your, you know, your heart. And um, when that happens, you know, it takes you time to put the pieces back together. And one day you meet somebody, uh, somebody new. And it might not feel like that love compares, you know, because you're not feeling as much sensation. A little jaded. Yeah, you're, yeah you've, you're jaded. But it does not mean that it's not love. Um, you're just more experienced. Um, you're just more cautious. But that's fine. Because you will realize that you are also much better at relationships. You are also um, much more in control of your emotions. So that you know, no one can easily break your heart. Um, so it's it's never compare your current love to your first love because you're not comparing them objectively. It's not scientific, okay? You're comparing basically who you are now to who you were then. Not you're not comparing love. You're comparing yourselves, and that is not something you need to do. The past is done. All I got to say well, to that… Dude, why, what is going on you know, here? All I got to say to that is… I, for one… For those of you listening… He was not reading off an iPad. There was no notepad. That was just straight freestyle. That was amazing. Blank iPad. You know, at first I was like super inspired. I'm like, yes, yes, yes. And then I was like, man, this man is talented. You know? 
I just, all these ideas going through my head, you know, the title of this episode, Tableau, The Love Doctor. No, no, You dude, know what I mean? It's just a but lot. But here's the thing. Even though I, I'm giving some advice right. or whatever this is, and people might be listening and that's a good point, but you gotta, there are no love doctors, dude. Like anyone that is pretending to be an expert at relationships. Right. Um, I've met some whose actual job is to like go on shows and like give relationship advice and right. that's their thing. And I know for a fact that their relationships are horrible. Right. Okay. They're not following any of their teachings. Mm -hmm. So um, that's what love does to you, man. It, it, it shakes you up. That's what it's supposed to do. Right. And… Uh, none of this advice giving means that I always follow my own advice and I have no problem. Okay. Right. Like we all deal with our relationships in a, in our own way. And I'm just, you know, saying what I feel. Yeah. Just observations. Yeah. And as we were talking, I don't know if you saw, but Diane. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I saw. Oh my God. Like, uh, so Diane's been sitting there for all our episodes so far. Right. But she she like like went somewhere when we were talking. Yeah, I didn't want to talk about it, but I felt it. Yeah, like I don't know what I'm not gonna ask because that's right. a private thing. Right. But like so, the expression Diane right. Diane had on her face, right? Like she went somewhere, dude, right. because of this talk. Did anyone turn on Adele, somebody like you, as he was telling that story? Or was that in my head? Because I saw Diane's face. I heard that song. Mm -hmm. Someone like you. I wish nothing but the best. best. And then like 800 people singing for you. you. Diane, you're okay, right? I, I don't even understand what I was actually thinking about. Because now that's What were you really thinking about? Okay, she was just thinking about McDonald's. Oh, she was thinking about McDonald's. Dude, she was thinking about McDonald's. Interesting. She was thinking about McRibs. <laughs> Dude, anyways, I, I thought your uh, your observations just very, very well articulated. Thank you, thank you. It makes me think that, uh, you know, you might be… You might have a career in poetry. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm going to be a rapper. Yeah, you can be a rapper. That sounds cooler. Dude, I've got, I've got potential. Oh. Uh. Yeah, yeah, one, one, two, three. Yeah, huh? Yeah, don't, yeah. Don't worry about. <laughs> don't worry about. <laughs> By the way, I, I don't know if you saw my Instagram a while back, mm. but I I found um these secret tapes of two cuts, practicing rap. Yeah, I saw that, dude. So I, you saw the video, right? Okay, I found it on my computer for some reason. It was on my computer. I'm I'm actually like in a studio right now, like working on new stuff. Um, it's going great, by the way. But anyways, um, I found like over a hundred takes of two cuts going, uh, yeah, 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 uh, da 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 da, and the next take is like, huh, yeah, come on, da 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 da, and I don't know what's going on. It's like a hundred twenty or hundred thirty takes. He's going solo. Yeah, because I was trying to like delete stuff from my computer because I saw that the hard drive was suffering. And I think that was the reason because he… I don't know when he did this but I think he's trying to show me like he wants to be a rapper or something. <laughs> it's pretty horrible but like… You know, he's, he's a good rapper though on, on stage. I feel like he, he has a really good tone. He can even sing. You know, he has such stage presence. 
Right. That I give him. Right. You know, like he's because he he started off as a DJ and a producer, right? You're supposed to just like chill back. But dude has um inserted himself into like the performance in a way where like he's outshining the two rappers in the front. Okay. We were the front men. And right. now sometimes I feel like our shows, I don't know why we're suddenly talking about shows, but I think it's a natural progression from relationships. You're a rapper. You know? The agreement we had in our relationship mm-hmm. was that Mithra and I would be in the front rapping, right? It's a lot of hard work because we have we jump a lot during our shows and Two Cuts gets to chill back. And right. you know, like when he's, when it looks like he's jumping, you know, you don't see his legs, right? Because the DJ box. Right. He told me he doesn't really jump. Just he just moves his shoulders to make like to make it look like he's jumping. <laughs> so this guy, dude's not even tired after the show. Right, right. Not a single drop of sweat. Right. And what what I hated about Two Cuts way back was uh, before he started doing all the stuff he does on stage. Uh-huh. Like when he was just chilling back, we would get off. You know, we would do a set and get off, and like Mithra and I are like sweaty. We're like dying, out of breath. We're like. That was a crazy one hour. But even before we could say that, we would get off stage and two cuts will be like, oh, that was so hard. <laughs> and I'm like, really? Yeah. And, but after that, like two cuts started, you know, coming to the front more. And, you know, he does a lot of those crazy Break dances and, and he, he like raps sometimes and he's like totally into it. And now two cuts is sometimes acting like the front man. And that's great. I mean, like, I want everyone to have a great time on stage. And if, if the audience loves it, that's fine. But sometimes it goes too far. You know, it goes a little too far. He's like, like singing your verses. Like, I'm rap. Okay, on tour. And it happens all the time, actually. There are certain songs um, of Epic Highs. Like, a majority of our songs are dead serious. You know? Like, Home is Far Away is a pretty dead serious song. Right? right? And my verse on there, I'm pouring my heart out. That's like, that's like real emotion. Okay? And the way we did it was um, I would do the first verse, my verse, um, and it would be dimly lit. And people had their like flashes out. It looked like, you know, a con- like seriously, like a galaxy was in front of me. It was, it was beautiful. It's a beautiful moment right. where people are supposed to focus, you know, on, on my part. But once I was performing this somewhere and um, I noticed that people were laughing as I was, you know, telling my, you know, heartbreaking story. Right. And I'm like, why are people laughing? And I look and Two Cuts is like doing like wacky <laughs> shit while I'm, while I, I, I didn't even know he was doing it. So I thought they were laughing at me. And he was upstaging me in that moment. And oh, he does man. this frequently dudes up like dudes like in front of mithra sometimes when mithra's rapping like throwing out hearts and kisses to the audience oh she was throwing up the bunny ears behind you dude mithra and i are doing hip-hop on stage and two cuts is straight up k-pop on stage dude (laughs) having a meet and greet during the song basically that's right you know he's all he's he thinks he's bts dude he's like he's loving it yeah yeah, it's fan service everywhere. So it sounds like he's working pretty hard. He is. I actually, uh, actually appreciate it. Right. Too, because if you're listening, thank you. 
Um, Thank you for giving a little more of yourself. And I'm glad we talked that through because I've I've gone to maybe over 35 shows of yours this year, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm not on stage, but I am exhausted afterwards. Because you're jumping. No, not jumping. Mentally, you know, like I'm sore. I don't know why. I don't think I'm accounting on anything going wrong. But there is just like an energy in the crowd that like… You feel it. You're like tense. You're a part of it. You're a part of this like organism. Why'd you make so much fun of me though? When? Before every show. <laughs> Why'd you do that to me? Like mm-hmm. I, I meant to ask you. What do you mean? So this dude… um, I don't know why he was doing it. But like before the shows, he would come into the green room. And I'm like getting ready. And he would rap my verse to me. But in a very… Mocking way. You know? So I have a song. In Soul was the first song on the set like I said before. But um, it starts off… Yes sir. No king. No queen. No coat. Jester. Right? That's the beginning of the verse. And first stop on the tour… Like he came in and he's like… Yes sir. No king. No queen. No coat. Jester. Right? And I'm like… Okay. I'm like… What? You know, this is going to be a curveball, but I take offense to that because that's actually me rapping seriously. No, that's man. My there's talk. no way that that that's was serious. That's my rapping voice. He, and he kept doing it. He would just keep doing it. And I'm like going to the bathroom and he'd come towards the bathroom. He'd be like, Yes, sir. <laughs> no king, no queen, no coke, just a. And I'm like, Dude, stop doing that. Stop doing that because um, that's fine if you want to do it later, but like, um, it's going to mess me up when I. When I actually do the song. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to screw up because I'm, it's in my head. And he kept doing it. I get on stage. Okay. And… Fuck! <laughs> so I… Instead of yes sir… I, I said… So the beat… I have to jump into the beat with yes sir. But I'm like… No king! I threw out no king. I threw out the next part. And I was like… <laughs> blacked out. And I'm like… Fuck Eddie. <laughs> so I'm like… No king! <laughs> oh shit. And I'm like… No king no cochester. <laughs> so… Uh, we talked about love today. You know we've talked about almost everything on this podcast except music. <laughs> and this podcast is in the music category. And society and culture. Yeah well I… It's not is it? I think it's just the music category. Oh, really? I don't know. Well, it's killing it on that chart. So. Yeah, it is. But like, we've talked about everything but music. Anyway, guys. Uh, I hope that all of you who are in love at the moment. Or out of love for the moment. Um, can find solace and hope in this cold, hopeless world. Nurture it. If you got something good. Nurture that baby. You know. Like the bird with the broken wing. Yeah. Restore it. Put it in the Poke Center. Are we dropping knowledge at the end? Okay fine. Always gotta drop knowledge. Eggs. There are many ways. The egg could end up. It could end up being a scrambled egg thingy. It could become an omelet. It could be a sunny side up thing. You know it could go in a sandwich. A hamburger. But also… An egg can also give birth to the most beautiful chicken ever. If you just nurture it right. 
That's right. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.